0: It's Coffee Quad time! Now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekerd, Tim Ani, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls, and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill
2: Sparks. Well, a very good morning from a very warm southwest Florida. This morning, we're breaking heat records all week long. So, but that's the good news. Anyway, we've still got the problems everybody else has. But we'll get to more of that later. And welcome to the Coffee Club. Let's get started with. Tim, while I can check my sound levels here, Tim, how are you doing?
3: Quite well. Here, um, uh, It's really pretty warm here. We're supposed to get up to around 50 and uh, enjoying the nice spring weather. We're supposed to be up in the 70s next week, so <laughs> that's all right with me.
2: That's all right with you. Well, we'll get back to you, and let's go to Albany, New York, where I know I can test my microphone.
4: Oh, you're doing very well here. You sound good, Bill. Everything is good here in Albany, New York. we got rain here, and we're hunkering, we're hunkering down because that's all we can do. So everything is fine here in the capital of New York State.
2: Very, very good. Evansville, Indiana. Well, hello, everyone. Yeah, just uh,
5: <clears throat> acclimating to, to some of the new challenges us blind folks will have to endure. Um, I guess we'll talk about that later. Doing okay? Sunny day, 60 degrees, so enjoying that. Definitely getting outside. Come get that fresh air.
2: Get some of that fresh air. That, they haven't stopped yet. Naples, Florida, in the other room or wherever you might be, Jennifer.
6: I'm in the living room this morning and it's 72 degrees outside and the birds are singing and quite happy about it.
2: Oh, very, very good. You're coping, I see. I am. You're coping. All right, let's go to Altoona, Pennsylvania. Well,
1: we're good. We're kind of doing the same thing everybody else is. We're supposed to be, as our health department director always says, we are staying calm, staying home, and staying safe. And whoever thought that the highlight of the week last week would be a drive through Arby's?
2: Yeah, I'll just roll the clock back about 40 years, almost 50 years, and that was a big thrill. Uh, let's see, let's see. If I, I missed anyone. I that's good food, though. They do.
4: I have, like their roast beef sandwiches with horseradish sauce on them. Boy, that's good. Oh,
2: Have I missed hungry, anybody Jennifer? on the panel? They are.
4: Can I hey. talk about my dream, or do you want me to hold off on that?
2: Well, let's let's hold off on that for just one second. <laughs> okay. let's, let's get the rest of the panel in. Did we get everybody?
4: Yeah, we got everyone on the panel. Okay. panel and we have, you know, I knew, I Bill, every time you raise your hand, I'm going to charge you some money for talking because that's, I figure I could make some money that way. But hold on a second. <laughs> Go ahead, Bill.
7: Yeah, well, in Chicago, it's supposed to be about 50, close to 60 degrees today. It's bright and sunny right now. And I just heard this morning they've closed all major hotels downtown closed the hilton just closed with 1500 rooms the farmer house chicago athletic club hotel park view park manor Pen- peninsula there's nothing open downtown and they just closed a big exhibit that was exhibit that's coming in mccormick place in may that was going to bring in a hundred thousand people that's been closed and Can i say at so it the
4: just- pacific guard mission bill
7: uh, I don't know what they're doing with that yet. <laughs>
4: I'm sorry, I'm giving heard, you a hard but, time. <laughs> no, 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 that's okay.
7: That's already co- because I know they're opening up. The city is taking over a lot of the hotels to um, use to quarantine homeless people. But There's I have a, it on good authority that everything's going to be fine by. Easter. Oh yeah, right, right, right. That guy's an idiot. No, not, not getting political, but he <laughs> we has understand. No sense.
4: Bill, we have a, yeah. a raised hand from Jerry out in Indiana, Pennsylvania. So should I get to him? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Jerry.
8: Good morning. It's 39 degrees <clears> here <throat> in Indiana, PA. And we're going to get some rain today, and that's uh, going to be something to deal with. But I'll be going outside and get the mail. We're inside like uh, everybody else. And I heard this morning that our primary election date, instead of they voted electronically way, in our primary election day is going to be Tuesday, June 2nd, as opposed opposed to April 28th.
4: Very good, Jerry. Very
2: good. Well, we'll see by then. I am not sure that it's going to
4: Pennsylvania's primary. And we have Joe out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. Go ahead, Joe.
9: Oh, hi. Thank you so much here in a coffee club. It's 46 degrees. Going to get up to 72, down to 46. And, oh, man, dreams... I I I I had my first comic dream, but I could – I I, I could,
4: you can actually tell yours first, Jeff. And, <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's not that important. But
2: go ahead, Jeff.
4: Uh, well, Chris was. I appreciate Chris. You weren't in the dream. I'm sitting there, and it's Sunday. Normally, I, there's nothing really to go going on on Sunday. When I happen to turn on the QVC, I was watching David Vanderbilt. And I'm sitting there and I'm on the couch. I'm lying on the couch. I, you know, I probably look like this beach whale on the couch. <laughs> and I'm watching them and I'm saying, what are these people doing in my living room? And all the people who were on the show at the time when they were doing the show, uh, uh, David Venneville, um Tara Tesha, uh, Chris Prine from Lock and Lock, uh, Charles. I forgot his name, the guy that does all those gadgets. I forgot his last name. He was there, was, I, and what I'm silly. Yeah, Charles was. And what are these people doing in my living room? And they're all beside me, and they're ignoring me, and they're doing the demonstrations, and they're in my home. And I'm saying, I know this is not right. I obviously am getting stir crazy because I'm in the house all the time, and I must be getting bored. And I, uh, do you think there's any meaning to that dreaming? Any, anyone, any, 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 any of you guys can say anything? Do you think there's any meaning to, for that dream for me?
5: I, I had one of those as a kid, being on the Hollywood Squares, because the show was on, and all of a sudden I was in the show. <clears throat> I
4: had a few- Chris, do you have anything to say?
5: (laughs) Uh, No.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think think maybe I have too much time on my hands. That's probably. probably. You're going to spend some serious money on QVC. Well, Mm, uh, what what do you want me to buy you, Jennifer?
2: uh, Jeff's not going to part with that wallet. Um, Joe, go ahead with your dream.
4: Oh, let me get him. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get him. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead with your dream.
9: Okay, I, I dreamt Ellen and I were in Hawaii, and we had all the the coconut trees, pineapple, hula girls dancing, and I, I I got something from the takeout from one of these fast food joints, McDonald's, still there, and I was walking around looking for a place so we could sit down and eat because we couldn't sit down at those at those benches at, at anymore where they where they normally seat people, but somehow. In a park, somebody eventually offered us a bench to eat, so that was my first common dream because the uh, uh, takeout thing now with these, with these fast food joints.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I, have to be uh, six feet away from your wife, Ellen, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen.
2: I. <laughs> not going to happen? Okay. Well, uh, you, uh, you it is a problem um jeff <clears throat> do you think well with the increased number of people who are having to um well all restaurants now are takeout or delivery what about the folks who cannot use a smartphone or i don't know uh, if
4: i not. was talking to the sister i always call my sister the the sister sharon about this and i said what do people who are totally blind do if they can't use the smartphone and they can't use the phone to do gro- and they can't you know it's not everyone has Instacart. Not everyone has a supermarket that delivers. And and in this day of uh, social distancing, people are less likely to want to help you out. I went to the grocery store a few weeks ago and they, they did help me out briefly, but they were really not happy about it. And I don't know. I mean, Mike, Mike, you said it earlier. You, you, you said it a few minutes ago. We're learning how to do things a lot differently. And if you are totally blind and you're not used to the technology and you don't have a support system to help you, I think that it's going to be very, very, very troublesome for the next few months. I I don't know what the answer is. Do you have, what do you say, Mike?
5: Well, what I was talking about was that we might have some new challenges that we haven't dealt with before. I, I agree with that. There's people out there I know that are capable of using something like an iPhone and have just elected not to. And they may have to. Rethink their course on that, but what I was talking about was a scenario here where uh, the office. So normally I walk in there and I I have one of the lovely ladies uh, write up my check and I sign it and go on my merry way. They're older, you know, owners are in their seventies, and they just don't believe in online rental payments. So they're like, "Well, we're closing the office. We're keeping the door closed and uh, practicing the distancing thing." And you know, so I called and said, "Well, I'm gonna how to resolve this issue." And, well, of course, I know I could go and probably set up an online check payment system. That would probably the way to do that. I just checks, you know, kind of archaic. But anyway, she's like, well, if you just uh, sign the back of it, put it in an envelope and drop it in there, then I'll get it and I'll, I'll fill it out for you and then call you when I've done so. Uh, so I'm, I mean, I've been here five years. I know there's not going to be an issue, but it's really not smart. Uh, so if anyone asks you to write a blank, to sign a blank check, that's just a bad idea. So yeah, my
4: address is uh, never mind, Mike, forget it.
5: <laughs> right? No, so- I,
4: you know, I, I get it because our our complex will they they don't they do not take rent checks at my complex. They will not take a check. You either send it send the check to the a, a mail a post office box number in Buffalo, New York, where they have apartments, or you do it online. There's a there's a, a, a website they use called RentPayment.com. And you do it online, and for those who can't do it online, they will they will help you set it up. I didn't need that help, but that really saves a lot of problems. But, but in your case, that is a problem, You're especially right. they, if they the don't owners... They want to
5: do that. They, they insist on doing checks.
4: And uh, you could send them a check online, uh, Mike, with your bank. Yeah, yeah, they would just I, mail I'm them aware on. of
5: that. It's, it's a little bit of a timing issue, um, but, yeah, I could, you know, I may have to do that. I may just do it just to prove the point or get that system in place. It's the only place that I use checks with.
4: Right. I understand. Let me ask you a question, Mike. What are, what are the things that you are different for you? That's one thing that's different. But what are the things our blind people that, that you can see right now are going to have to really deal with besides what I was talking about?
5: Well, just things like now items will be left at your door. So you have to be prepared for that pharmacy. Oh, yeah. They don't want to make any contact Now, this gentleman knocked on the door. I suspect sometimes they may not even want to do that. Make contact. So you have to know that, uh, you know, be prepared for that. Even if you have your groceries drop, I don't know if they'll get to a point that they'll just set down the little boxes outside your door and you'll have to. But also the delayed times. Uh, fortunately, right here, it's only two days, but I know some places it's up to a week, and uh, half the items you may want are not in stock. So, you know, those are some of the issues you have to deal with. And I've seen a little bit of price gouging, not too bad. I've seen a couple of things go up in price.
2: And there's one other disadvantage to that, Mike. When sometimes when somebody can see goes to the store, they can look around the shelf and say, "Well, my brand is not in, but I see this other brand over here. Maybe." And- Actually, Instacart has made a change. I saw. I opened it on Sunday just to see.
5: And as soon as you add an item to your cart, it uh, it pops up and says, "You know, allow a substitution." So that is a change. the
1: other thing. Even if they it doesn't pop up, once you check out place your order you can go back in to view my order and tap on 10 items and the list of whatever they are then you can go in and you can choose each item and tap on choose specific replacements dot 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 and it will allow you to choose another replacement even if it doesn't pop up
4: and it keeps track of all the items you have, Chris. So when, when I when I looked at some of my items, it would say immediately that the item was out of stock and there was no way I could add it to my cart. You'll find that as well.
5: You're right. It, it seems to depend on the store because Aldi's it popped up every time, and then went to Sam's Club or Snook's, I think, and it did not. So
4: Yeah, I think but it does.
1: you still have that option to go in and use it if you want to. It takes a little time, but it's worth it.
4: And wow. be aware that, for example, I put my order in on Monday, and they told me I couldn't get a delivery till Friday, which is uh, t- which is uh, that, that doesn't bother me. However, during the week, I would go through my order and try to add things that I that I knew were out of stock, and if they were in stock, but that still doesn't guarantee that I'm going to get the get the stuff I want. So we that's come, be a challenge yeah. because uh, you're not going to be able to get people to help you out in the grocery stores easily. People don't want to; they want to be six feet apart. They don't, and they want to keep that social distance. That's I mean, that's what we're learning. Well,
1: the other thing is. The other thing is just that if you choose an early time for delivery, if you get the earliest time you can in the morning, that seems to help some.
2: Seems to help. Yeah. Jennifer, you, we want to go, and then we've got a couple people that want to ask questions. Go. Go, Jennifer. I'm not
6: sure what how they're doing it, but I, I know I heard on the news last night that Kroger and Publix were going to start uh, putting up, Lexiglass, even to help keep people
4: apart. You know, the other thing is, I was at, I was at the Price Chopper last week with uh, with Kristen and Adriana, and they didn't have any cashiers available. They had no one at the cashier, and if you didn't know how to use those checkout machines, you you couldn't pay for your groceries. Uh, and also, they're they're also doing one more thing, Bill. Uh, they're <sighs> giving senior citizens preferable hours. Like, for example, a Price Chopper every morning at seven o'clock. If you're a senior citizen, you can go shopping. Right.
2: And they're not doing social distancing. That's what they were talking about. Let's get to these raised we got some hands.
4: hands. Let me go to Abby, and then we'll get to Bill. Go ahead, Abby. Good morning. Yes, good morning out in Greensburg, Indiana.
10: Yes, I'm in Greensburg, Indiana, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in yesterday. I had a great program. Uh, really enjoying doing my shows here on The Legend. Um, and as far as social distancing for me, I have had a very few, uh, but a couple family members come over. Uh, my daughter was able to go pick up a grocery order for me Sunday, but I had to keep trying. I had the order ready since last Wednesday, and I had to keep trying because there was no pickup slots available until Sunday, and they only had one, and that was between 4 and 5 p.m., so... It, it, you have to keep up on it. Otherwise, you know, you'll you'll miss out.
4: Now, what are you using to do your grocery? Store? Are you using Instacart out there as well?
10: Um, I use the grocery app from Walmart. Okay. Um, Walmart Grocery. Uh, the only store here that has Instacart is Aldi's. And um, I don't have the Instacart discount kind of thing. So I just use the grocery pickup at uh, Walmart so far.
2: Yeah, but... Fortunately, you have an option to have somebody go pick it up for you. Yes, and I am, that that I am makes a big right with
10: that ability. Bill. Right,
2: and that that makes a big difference. And um, I still
10: get my birthday cake today, so I'm good. Happy birthday!
2: Happy, <laughs> Thank you. Yes, happy.
4: Okay, we have two more hands. Uh, we got we have Bill in Chicago, and we have Gail. Let me go to Gail first, and then we'll go to Bill in Chicago.
11: You are unmuted
4: by
11: host. Go ahead, Gail. Hi, hi, um. I still you have, have I'm, waiting right? for a, I'm waiting for a grocery order from Colburn's. I had to place it last Saturday or last Friday or something like that. And they said the soonest we could do anything is Wednesday. And I talked to this one um, customer service, customer care person. And I said, I don't want to cause any problems because of this, because of the social distancing. And she said, uh, we'll just help, we'll find a way to get this done. So, I'm having good results with Coburns and my Green Mill thing. The only thing we can do is um, uh, delivery. You know, they can only, you can't go in and eat there. And, you know, there are a lot of them like that. And our manager here in the office, she has her door closed. The only way I can communicate with her is by email.
4: <laughs> well, we understand. By the <laughs> way, for those who, who don't know and and, and really, and I, I say this because I, I have a friend of mine, the guy he's the person that I know who owns a restaurant right near me, and I really if, if you can so try to support your local restaurant that's doing take well, but the restaurant I use is their main business is take up, but if you know a restaurant that that's really hurting, and you know I know people at a particular place that I normally go to that's really hurting, and they really could use your business, so if you can i'm saying you know try to get some Takeout from from and that Uber restaurant.
5: Eats and Uber Eats is offering some great discounts, helping the you know eliminating the fees for the local restaurants. And yeah,
2: them. So, so is DoorDash you know. now, and so Seamless. They okay. yeah, yeah, they well, are. They're, they're, they're all... doing
4: it. Let me let me pick up Pamela because she hasn't talked yet. Let me get to Pamela Francis out in Kansas City. Oh, let's see if we got. Hey, Go ahead, Pam. Morning, Go ahead. Guys. Go ahead, Pam.
12: Good morning, everyone. Uh, I uh, I got an email from my bank saying that. Uh, uh, they their lobbies are closed to customers. Oh, the only only way you can get anything done uh, through the bank is through, the, through my bank is online or is through the drive through window.
4: That
2: may that, that's problem, not him. an uncommon thing. Not at all. I,
12: mean, they're, they're de- I don't want to give my information to some uh, Uber driver that doesn't know me.
4: Well, you know, is I've is your bank? Is the bank that you use the only branch that you can go through? I mean, as, aren't there other branches that you can go to that, where you can walk up? Do what? Do it, what you're the branch of a bank that you use. Let's say it's uh, Provident Bank, or or me, or Key Bank, or uh, Trusco, or whatever bank you use. Uh, I'm not sure what bank it is. Do they have another branch that 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 you can use?
10: Um,
12: that I'm trying to. I'm. I'm trying to. Get, I'm, I'm, okay, here we go. Okay, probably she not. might I mean, be confused. Are universal decisions they're making. No, uh, where my bank, the the people that uh, at that particular branch know me, and I've used that branch right. since but, 1997.
2: Well, I understand it, but
5: it's not. Can you not call a, that
4: branch up and say, "Look, I'm coming down. <sighs> I need I need some assistance." Would they? I don't can-
5: know. I haven't tried.
4: That, well, I ones, would try no, that. I've
5: had a scenario like that before. What I did is sat behind the driver, you know, and that wow. way I could still use the, the window. So that. Ah, okay. It depends on what you're trying to accomplish,
2: you know, but that would be my suggestion. Or yeah, are you able to use the bank machine by yourself?
12: Uh, yeah, I can use the bank machine if I can get one that's, you know, that's got headphones. I yeah. can't wow. use the drive up one. Drive-up
4: ones, no. You know what the funny thing is—the drive-up window at, at my bank has a has a bank machine on it uh, that you can use on, on the drive-up side of it, and you don't even deal with a person, and it's Braille. So I mean, uh, it, 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 not that a person I, uh, who's blind is going to drive, but my, my, my one of my banks has does that. I think it's most Braille, of the,
6: but you can't read the screen. So unless you know the order that you have to do things, right, but, it really but, doesn't help you that it's Braille.
4: You're right. But there was a, there's an earphone jack on that thing as well. So all I did was had I was right. Mike was right. I was in the back seat, and the person that was driving me, my buddy Tim from uh, I was living in Indiana now, pulled up so I could use the headphones and get money out of the bank that time. So it worked.
3: Yeah, I think all of them have Braille or at least every uh, all of our banks, they seem to for the drive up.
4: So. Pam, I understand it is a problem for you, and I would try calling the bank as well if, if, if you're really afraid of, that, you won't, that they won't work for you. Go ahead, Chris.
1: Ours is doing appointment by – you can go in the lobby, but only if you call and make an appointment. And you can either call the national number or the bank number, local.
4: It is a challenge, and we, and we do understand, Pam. I do understand being totally blind, and I do live alone. It is, it is a challenge. Let me get to Bill in uh, Chicago. I keep telling you this, Bill. Every time you call, every time you raise your hand, I, w- I want I want twenty five dollars. Go ahead, Bill.
7: <laughs> well, okay, number one, the bank machine all in Chicago here. I know the ones I go to whenever I go. They've got a plug where you can take your own headset, your own earphone, earplug with you. You can listen to it. It's all in Braille. It describes the screen and everything in the bank. I do. The only thing in my bank is only open from nine thirty to four thirty now. To to do anything inside. And also as far as delivery, I don't use delivery, but I don't understand why, unless it's the stores are so overcrowded or don't have the stock, why delivery takes so long for some time? Because I know, I got two friends of mine that used to work with me at the club. Their they're place is closed right now, and both of them are drivers, and they took over delivery jo- jobs. And I meant they're so busy that uh, they, they're making more, make as much money delivering as they were when they were working.
4: You know, you I you, mean, you, put, you but, brought up a good point. Bill, and let and, me and t- a lot,
7: and a lot of the stores are begging for people to come and help. I mean, his this one guy, his daughter is high school; she's out of school. They put her out. They put her out of school. It's clothes. She she got out of school one day, got a job at Aldi the next day, and she's been asked to go to different Aldis. Or she, she she's been in demand. The kids are in demand to work.
4: They need yeah, and to you know what? new stuff. And, and you know what's also coming back. Do you remember the days? And you're old enough to remember this, Bill. We have some dairies that still deliver milk to your door, and all of a sudden, they are being overrun by people who want milk oh, yeah, and right, cheese right, and right. butter and eggs, and some of them also sell meats delivered to your right. door. You, know, you
7: got, you, know, you got, you got to use, you got to use some stuff. You got to search around and The term, you know, I'm not putting this down, but a lot of the blind people in the past three, four, five years, I'll say, really, it got to, We've gotten so used to everything being at your fingertips, at your door, right, instantly. Well, if you go back years ago, people didn't have that. They still survived, you still got it done. Some friend either went to the store, but now the stores are so crowded and they're limited in stock stuff. But, I mean, if you stop and think, see, I'm 80 years old, so I know that you're, but with you know, all this social distancing, they don't well, that, that people don't want to touch you and help you. Well, that makes a big difference, Chris. I know that, but it's it's um And Bill,
5: you also have to be thankful that you have a daughter and family. Some people do not have that option. They, they don't. don't. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I'm talking Let's about. See, well, no well, there was
7: there was a time my daughter wasn't living here because they were living in their own places and my wife and I were here.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, we know what is what we needed. Bill, we understand that it really is a challenge. And I do, and I really well, I know do feel. Well, I mean, before
6: before Corona, if you wanted to go to the store, you could conceivably call the store and see if they had time available or somebody could help you shop. But that's not really well, a good option now.
7: I never had to call the store. If I no, I never, I never store, had to they either. They but, but some stores would prefer you.
4: it that way. You're right. We do have another call, Bill. So I want to get to Ellen out in Al- Albuquerque, New Mexico as well. So hold on a second. Go ahead, Ellen.
13: Yeah, good morning. Um, I was just gonna, going back to some of these other changes. Uh, what they're doing at, at our office is, once you have, if you want to, you know, just drop off your money order there at the in the drop, which is which is fine. It's not a big deal. And, but at the bank, what they're doing, if you call and you speak to a banker, you can make an appointment. And that way the banker can help you get your business, you know, get your money order and what what have you. Because we're going to have to do that because I don't trust doing it online. And so, you know, cause you never know what hackers are going to do. So that's that's what we're going to do with that. And as far as the grocery store, now we've been, had pretty good luck. We've got a friend of ours that helps us once a week, but also... Um, um, when we go, uh, it might take a few minutes, but there, but we there are people. If we go at the right time, there are people that that we know that will help us. And and usually I go in with a short list anyway, so it doesn't take that long. And what what was also nice was the fact that uh, one of the guys had a portable deal, and so he just swapped my card uh, through his portable deal of sweating you had to go through a line it was, and that was nice
2: ah, very very yeah. good I'm going to change just slightly here for just a second you know if um, our hey, Mary, hey, Bill, Mary
4: I, can I just say one thing very quickly I got a uh, text message from J.R. out in uh, uh, Schenectady, New York Mary Ann's brother he said to me Jeff I'm social distancing I'm staying in bed
2: there you go there you go. Uh, Marianne, get ready, because we're going to call on you in just a moment. Um, here, Here's a thing that's come up because of this. We're here in Florida, of course, and we live, you know, part of the year or a good part of the year in Indiana. We got a summons, not a summons, but a, I don't even know what you call it. We have four days. They say one of our garage lights is out at night. Well, we just put new lights in maybe a year or two ago. Anyway, so we've been sighted, and we have until the 27th. With everything going on, do you think that would be a top or priority at the list? With
4: I don't think with, so. With
2: people with a you know shelter-in-place state and all of that type of stuff, would you be too concerned about that? About not fixing really. that light I before, myself,
4: but then again, you know, what can I say uh,
2: well, tonight? So my light.
6: question is, what could they really do to you? Sell your garage lights out if the other one still works. Those are bright lights, they're LED
4: lights, it's not like they're in the dark. Oh,
5: they- other than find you to try to get some more
2: money for their... Service.
4: Yeah, I mean, they're not going to kick mean, you out of your home. out. I mean, it, this is an Indianapolis bill?
2: Right. It's an Indianapolis entity. Well,
4: I don't think there's anything they could really do right well, now. What are they going to do? They're uh, gonna, they may find you or they may send you another nasty letter before they do anything to you. Well, one what?
2: other thing I wanted to ask
5: about would be if any of you tried to see your doctor. I did, and I just called and got, you know, answering machine, whatever, and I stated what, what my symptoms were and, you know... I assume they were going to call back with an appointment. And they were like, oh, the doctor's prescribed these three antibiotics. We're going to go into your pharmacy. Uh, So I'm curious if anyone's had any.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that.
5: Or if they're trying to weigh that and do more of what's termed as telemedicine, where they're trying to diagnose some cases over the phone so you don't have to have that. Yeah, that's
2: that's a good. And another (laughs) thing
5: that happened yesterday. This is uh, a good friend. I'm not going to name him, but... um, he He's in the hospital, his wife can't come and see him. He may pass away there, and when she said, i'll you know I'll mask up, do whatever I can and the nurse basically said, "Well, I'm sorry, you can't see him, but if he uh if he passes away, we'll let you see him
4: so well that's not good, but
5: that's a very that's a no, cold
6: that's terrible they should let if they know that somebody's that close to dying, they should let you see him. You're not going to give them anything
4: well. You know, but then if they do it for one person, they got to do it for everyone yeah, else. About
6: well, I thought giving- that was the rule, that if it was a near-death situation. I know in the nursing homes it is. You'd think it would be in hospitals, too.
5: Well, this yeah. is a standard procedure now to prevent someone, anyone from coming into the hospital, giving it to other patients, or picking up things from other patients. And-
2: right, maybe they ought to- at uh, my, my point there was the no, 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 he went. of
5: that kind of comment. Well, right.
4: here's the other thing. I can't see my doctor for anything routine now unless it's an emergency. And mm-hmm. what they want you to do is use the St. Peter's Hospital or Prime Care Physicians telehealth line where you, where you can use two-way video and talk to a doctor via two-way video. So if you can't see, you're going to have to learn how to focus that camera and, and you're going to have to say, look, I'm totally blind. Tell me which way you want me, the camera, the face, and so forth and so on. That that's the only way you can that that is, and that's something that you, as a blind person, if you have an iPhone, you're going to have to get used to doing. Okay, so Jeff. Time
2: out. Time out, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> time out, Jeff. Please, for for about one minute. Um, Marianne, are you still with us? I guess she's not.
4: I guess she. I can unmute her. Let me see if she can. If I can unmute her. Okay.
1: She has herself muted, I think. Oh,
4: okay. I yeah, if, if you unmute yourself and... and I'm and unmuted, unmuted now. Go okay. ahead, Marianne.
14: I, just, was, I was just waiting for you to push the magic button so I could push my magic button. Yeah.
2: We but just yes, want to get a progress here, update. Right. I just wanted to get a progress update on your weight loss and uh, what's going on in your life.
14: Well, um, this is a maintenance week. I, um, I gained like half a pound. So I'm I'm back at 19, but I have limited some of my more rigorous exercise and such. One of the things I was going to say that social distancing is changing for a lot of us. Uh, we're up in Boulder. We're there's a group of us that are all part of Achilles International, and we can only go out with you know one or two people, so on and so forth, and you know if guides want to maintain the social distancing you, if you're running which i don't but for those who do you'd have to have a six foot long running tether in which case that's probably not going to be very good for anybody yeah. most people i know who run uh, certainly want much closer tethering than that uh i do have a friend who is willing to meet up with me and go for a couple of good long walks and such and i have my guide dog do the uh the guiding work and such, so we just go out and go if we can. But our Friday night Achilles is not happening um, anymore because we're not allowed to have groups going out and doing stuff. So it's kind of up to us and guides that we find to say, hey, do you wanna go out for um, a walk or a run or whatever somewhere? So we're having to do that in a much more creative way. I'm actually on the way shortly to the grocery store so I'll go off and join the hordes and find some scavenging. And maybe after the fourth or fifth time, I'll actually find toilet paper. You never know.
2: So who's um, going to help you with the... at home?
14: Yeah, um, I have been doing a lot of small projects. Yesterday was the sort of uh, do every bit of laundry that can be done kind of in the house, because yesterday was also the last day that we could have Mary made in the house because they have now closed. Uh, We have shelter-in-place orders here in Colorado now. So uh, I'm kind of surprised that um, house cleaning wasn't considered an an essential service, but it is not. And so I just said, well, I guess it goes back to Marianne cleans her house.
2: I I get that. Which I
14: have not had to do in
2: 11 years. Boy, I get that one. I get that. (laughs) I
3: was going to mention that... um, uh, not good for weight loss things uh sales of oreo cookies and snacks and things like that are up 20 percent.
14: yes they definitely are and i've i've i will admit i've had a few cravings and i bought a tray of a little tray of mini cupcakes at one point and I, i finally found everything to have corned beef and cabbage so we uh we finally finished the last of the corned beef and cabbage last night but I've been craving sweets and other things and trying to eliminate some of that and force myself to go out on walks places just because uh, I, while well, I enjoy riding my little bike and everything else in the house and running around my house with the dog and the bone, I, I still need to find ways to incorporate more exercise.
2: Got so it, get it got it thanks marianne we've got a couple more raised hands if you come back um but before chicago uh, and
4: we have have pamela francis in kansas city so well we'll, let me get to pamela first
2: no 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 wait jeff wait okay okay just a moment jeff just a moment before i need to make one announcement if you want to Call in on the feedback line, 800-693-0595. Press option one. Tim will scout the lines. At least he can get the calls. And we will play your comments on the air. Now go ahead, Jeff.
4: I'm sorry, Bill. Go ahead, Pam.
12: Okay, here's my question with reference to all this social distancing stuff. If we were to use Uber or Lyft to go somewhere, be it a grocery store, a pharmacy, etc., that's open, and mind you, even here with our shelter in place order, they consider a liquor store essential, which which is kind of weird. But the upside of what I'm asking is how do you stay six feet away from an Uber driver or Lyft driver?
4: They say to sit in the back seat. That's not six feet away, but that's the best you can do.
2: Yep, that's the best you can do under those, unless they've got a van.
4: Uh, I suppose you could rent a stretch
3: limo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah
14: <I
3: know. laughs>
2: All right, then. That, that, that be expensive? That problem is solved. That's pretty good, Tim. Just get one of those stretch limos. No problem you pay $40 for a $4 ride, but, hey, give it a shot. <laughs> That's something Jeff would do, right? Yeah, but about you, get that. To
6: go, you get to go in the height of luxury. You,
3: you certainly That's do. It's almost, almost as bad as when I I had to, I had took an ambulance to the hospital, which is six blocks away from me, and it cost $1,500. <laughs> wow. Jeff, Did you have
2: to we pay had... Did uh, your health uh, plan yeah. cover it?
3: Uh, yeah. No, my health plan covered it. Oh. which was nice. Yeah.
2: We have a 317, I think, area code that came into the meeting. If you me want, see if he's still there. If they are, I'm not sure. But if, we do. If they do, you can do an alt um, Y if you're in, in as a computer or if you – or on the phone, if you want to talk, just do a star nine and raise your hand and we'll recognize you. We're not going to force you to talk, of course, but if you want to. Um, Bill Levy does have his hand raised.
4: Okay. I don't.
7: It's permanently raised.
4: Yeah, he he still owes me money. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah,
7: this this goes back to Mike's comment about the person wanting to see the person in the hospital. My cousin Friday had to go for a heart procedure and it was in an in outpatient surgery thing. And when he went, his wife had to drop him off. She couldn't go in the, into the hospital with him. And he said, when he walked in, because I talked to him yesterday, he said, there's three policemen in the lobby, checking IDs, you went to the desk. They came and got you, took you back to him. He said he saw one other person in there for surgery. And when he went to surgery, he did it. When he come back, there was one person in a room down the hall. And that was it it was like a, the hospital was like a ghost town. There was nobody there. Your family couldn't even go in with you to do surgery. you had to you had to drop him off at the door
2: I think that's a new norm like California right. I think that's the new norm. I think that's just the way it's going to have to be right 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 um and did all your
7: did all your churches closed Sunday Ours did here
2: um I think they pretty much here there was a now this is a terrible thing. There's a terrible thing, and we'll get to you in just a second, Abby. Um, there was a church in Louisiana who defied the orders um, and had a church service with 350 people, and they were not social distancing. Now, I think yeah, I that it. minister should be arrested. There's no right, right. reason to do that. You can't give The
4: Liberty me- University is going to be in trouble in Littsburg, Virginia. I want yep, to
2: mention. Say
7: so that. <laughs> yeah. Well, my grandson just told me yesterday he was out of school till the thirtieth of March due to this uh, stay away. But starting I think Tuesday the thirty-first, his college is going to go online. He's got to do everything online now. Yeah. They're closed for the rest of the year. It's cool here, but it'll be this campus will be closed. But he'll do everything online.
5: That raises, I'm gonna throw out a couple of things real quick. First, that raises some issues, right, for students, and there's a lot of concern right now to make sure blind students and education that they're not impaired as a result of this, the accessibility of the online processes. Uh, and I guess JAWS is given away till June 30th free JAWS or Zoom or whatever if you need Zoom text, if you need that uh, for your studies. But the thing I wanted to mention was I heard this is for Indiana, and I assume other states as well. That if you need assistance, you're not sure who to contact, you can get to the health department, you know, should you have COVID-19 or really just a good resource for things in your state. You can call two one one. one Good ask. idea.
4: We do have some more hands. All right, raise. go to
2: the hands. Let's go.
5: let Abby, go to
4: Abby I, Fleener. I think that's right. I think I'm pronouncing their name right. Go ahead, Abby. Name correctly. Um, I just
10: wanted to put in my two cents about the. Oh, OK. Um I just wanted to put in my two cents about the um, hospital situation. Uh, A friend of mine, her daughter just had a C-section and the only one that was allowed to go in with her was her husband. Her parents and everybody, they all had to stay out in the parking lot and wait for the baby daddy to post pictures.
5: And sometimes the spouses can't even participate now or the fathers of the children.
10: right? Right. And the um, children here, they are out until April sixth for school, and um, they are considering starting e-learning. They sent home their devices because uh, each child is issued a device uh, at the school corp- with the school corporation here, and so they have all been told to pick up their devices uh, because they will be starting uh, e-learning programs in the elementaries so they're they're planning to not go back to school
4: also my daughter has been doing e-learning since monday um mike that brings up a question and i want to get to sharon clug in a second who has her who has her hand raised how do you do the e-learning if you can't see and it's not accessible I'm, and there's no way they're going to be able to make it accessible in one day or whatever but what, what 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 do you do
5: that's going to be a good question, Jeff, and uh, I don't know who has the answers to that one. Fortunately, Zoom is, and some of them are using Zoom, but not all are using Zoom. Uh, some are using, a lot of folks are picked up on uh, Teams, which is kind of the replacement, or the next generation of Skype, yeah. and Abby's played with it. Apparently, it's successful. No, that can be it. used. Uh, so.
4: And I believe Doug, what's his name? I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you in a second. Doug.
2: Lee
5: has written Lee, a lot Doug of scripts. has right.
4: developed a, a JAWS scripts for that program.
2: And a lot of schools are using Chromebooks, and um, you know a lot of students. So not
5: so much now. They were in the past. They seem to be more. Didn't you say Abby? They have iPads and
2: uh, a bunch of different. Everyone here, every school district is using um, Chromebooks. Chromebooks.
1: Speaking of school, I just. About five seconds ago, got a notification that the Altoona School District, which is out, obviously, is going to begin online stuff on March 30th. But I wonder what they're going to do with the people that don't have Wi-Fi, because there
2: are still a few. Oh, I will talk about that real briefly, then we'll get to these hands. Do okay, um, you want me to get
4: the Sharon? I'm going to get what, to Sharon. Uh, what, 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 I it's Sharon Clug uh, out.
2: I can't stop it. Please, Jeff, please. I'm, are you not hearing this, Jeff? Hold on just you know, a moment. You
4: know, I'm sorry, Bill. You asked me to, to, to get to her. I'm sorry. I,
2: no, I did not say that, Jeff. I'm I'm so sorry I didn't say that. I said, we'll get to the hands in just a moment. Okay. Now, um, I forgot. Go ahead and get to the hands, Jeff.
4: Okay. Go ahead, Sharon.
2: Sharon is she unmuted um, th-
15: yeah, can you hear me yes okay um it it, it but, but y'all were talking about um the people not getting into the hospitals um a little while ago before you got to the school um I was gonna say that Monday um my god dog had a vet appointment and um I couldn't go in with him. I just had to drop him off and then come back later that afternoon and get him. But the funny thing was um, they didn't have my card on file, so I had to go in and pay. So um, that's all I wanted to say about that.
2: (laughs) Well, that's very important to you. I understand. And that's happening here. I've got a friend who is taking her dog in on Friday. Now, rather that's an emergency, you know, but she's doing the same thing with her dog. They have to stay in the parking lot. Jeff, we got
4: more hands? We have two more hands. Okay. Let me get to Gail, and and we'll get to Bill. You are
11: unmuted by host. Go ahead, Gail. Our Our church church sent me something where I can get the mass online, where I can hear the mass. It's called Word on Fire. And everything is accessible. You can go to these links and get the mass every day or Sundays or whatever. And it's I wasn't sure if it was going to be for me or not, but it's great.
2: Well, that's a good thing. That's a very, very good thing, Gail. Okay, thanks, Gail. Uh, Jeff, you ready for the next one? Yes, I am. Okay.
4: Go ahead, Bill.
7: Okay, real quick. Another another thing is really going bad now. My sister yesterday went to a friend's funeral, and the, they only had graveside service, and that was only the immediate family. And she was she went, but she stood way off in a distance. And she's talking to the funeral director, which is a real good friend of our family. Uh, he was telling her that starting today in the state of Indiana, a funeral cannot be held, any type of funeral, and all burials have to be done within 24 hours of death and all is going to be at the cemetery allowed is the funeral director and the cemetery people to lower it in the ground and bury it no funeral whatsoever oh my that's that's the state of Indiana law starting today wow so I don't know yeah. if Mike knew that or not. But I, I did not. Was, I will know.
4: research that. Yeah, that, we'll
7: that, do some one. research. That's what, the, that's what the funeral director told my my sister, and she wouldn't have lied to her because yeah. they've been in the business for over sixty years.
3: So we question have more than that, I think.
2: We have a call, Tim. Yep. Okay. Um, Debbie. Okay. Here,
16: here we go. Hi, this is Debbie Morgan in Lafayette, Indiana, and I wanted to first of all wish Abby a very happy birthday. Uh. Secondly, um, Mary Ann was talking about exercising. One thing I do a lot of times if I can't go to the gym to exercise, which I can't right now, obviously, it's closed. um, I dance to oldies, (laughs) and uh, I do different moves like, you know, kicking your legs out, kind of modified jumping jacks and different things like that. And uh, it helps, and it kind of cheers you up when you dance, too. So just a thought. Um, I hope this is all over soon, but uh, we're hanging in there. My husband does work next week because Wabash National is considered a, vi- a transportation uh, manufacturer, so it's a valuable um, commodity, I guess is the way to put it. Anyway, you guys stay safe. Take care. And, uh, Jeff, I was thinking about you living in New York. I'm glad you're okay.
4: Bye-bye
2: there you go see jeff somebody's thinking about you
4: thank you debbie i appreciate that
2: what is you it
5: know, i've read any changes to your apartment i know
2: some people tell me they
5: were really yeah. locked down they, like someone had mentioned they closed the office and maybe they have a a, a room where people can gather and watch tv and they've closed they
4: have mike we have every apartment there are three buildings in my complex and a and a clubhouse which is connected to the rental office and the clubhouse is closed and all the community rooms in each building on the first floor, there's a room that you can use for meetings. Those are closed and not to be opened. People, they haven't told people they can't sit in the lobby. I don't. I, I am staying in my apartment like a hermit because I don't, I'm not taking any chances because I don't know.
5: Are they doing any, they, do you know of any sanitation, you know? They are definitely
4: doing deep cleaning and they have a hand sanitizer. It's a, like a big machine between the two elevators on the first floor on the lobby and you can sanitize your hands there as well. So they, they, that they've done in the, all the buildings as well. And Bill? go ahead. Is there anything else? As I was
5: going to say, what about in Florida? They shut your facilities down, all the pool and all that?
2: Well, the pool shut down. All meetings are any, any recreational activities at the clubhouse totally 100% shut down. We're in a dilemma here in Florida. Um, we've got a governor who insists on not shutting down the state. We have 40 cases of it just in our county alone, and um, it's it's a real issue. And he's worried about the economy, and he said, well, if you lock down people, they're going to rape children and do all kinds of things. And
6: Well, uh, and his part of his excuse is that there's not – Florida's big enough that there's not incidence of the virus in every county, and because they – Drive on tourism obviously they don't he still wants that uh, he doesn't want to take the economy of the whole state
2: meanwhile we're up to what how many cases over three thousand so um wow. no no i don't i don't so they've signed petitions they have now signed petitions or got a tremendous petition to to do that i mean this is just my own personal opinion it's not based upon science but i believe they should shut it down for a couple of weeks and see where we get a handle on some of this stuff uh,
6: my thought has always been that it should have been a nationwide thing there should have been an executive order from the president that the whole country basically be locked down for x amount of time
3: and again, well that would have that would have definitely helped the New York thing where all the people are moving, come, going from New York to Florida, which is probably what's causing you guys to have a lot
2: more. Right. And now the people that but are.
6: But even in like California for a while, they were showing on the news people not taking it seriously. And you'd see people that were supposed to be on lockdown and they were out in the street skateboarding and doing all kinds of stuff. They're not taking it that
4: seriously.
2: No, they're not. And the beaches here in Florida. I think we got more hands raised.
4: We do have more hands. So. Okay, go, Jeff. Okay, let me go to uh, Marianne out in out in Boulder, Colorado, which is where I'd like to be right now. <laughs> go ahead, Marianne.
14: Um, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't actually unmuted this time, and it looks like I am. I was going to say uh, before you guys are, um, Bill was talking about not having funerals and such, and yes, that is that is true in a lot of places and our way of handling the social distancing for James Gilliard is that we're hosting an online memorial for him and we're doing we're doing a zoom memorial that uh, we're putting together and apparently that's becoming uh, a very up-and-coming business for people my sister-in-law said to me why don't you contact some of the funeral homes around here and find out if you can um, work for them and host online memorials for them, and you know, set up the music and do the stuff, and and uh, help people that way. And do social distancing because that that's now becoming a thing, and a lot of people don't understand that. And unfortunately, my uh, my uh, well, I don't know. Well, she's not related to me, but James's new wife. Some of her family didn't understand when we said we were going to do an online memorial, and my name was on there just to say, hey, if you need help getting onto the memorial, call me, basically, or, or email me directly or something. And they were like, well, this doesn't even look right. That, And I was like, it's not like you wouldn't tell somebody if you need directions to the church, contact the chief mourner. You'd say contact the church. So people are getting used to a whole new norm of of, of how to handle life in this social distancing space
2: very very true and thank you marianne jeff who we got next
4: we have hold on a second we got bill we have nolan we have bill we have nolan Parrish. both of them so i'll get to bill here go ahead bill
7: yeah bill was talking about florida's governor didn't he close all your beaches finally but i know yesterday on tv all day long they were saying that anyone coming from new jersey new york chicago and going to florida when you when you got there you had to be quarantined for 14 days so i don't get his his thinking he still wants people to quarantine so he's worried it's just
2: right it's just
7: a problem is with him
2: don't know do not know but it is obviously some issue But then again, the
7: beaches are closed.
6: Yes, around here, especially so,
2: especially around here. I can't. I know we 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 have some relatives who are wanting to not come to our house, but they want to come to Florida to go to the campgrounds and stuff like that. Now, I, I don't think those campgrounds should be open and all those campers and all those people together like that. But then again i'm not a doctor
0: bill yes what what kristen and i were asking and somehow it got off the track but we wanted to know how some, what some of these schools are doing when they start this learning thing online um you know because there, are even in this area still a lot of people that don't have internet or wi-fi
2: oh i'm sorry um here i, I can only speak for here in naples but I'm I'm sure, and the school board is aware of it, people like Comcast or, and I don't know in your area if Atlantic Broadband has hotspots, they're opening those up for people. They're also um, working, the schools are working with the local cable companies to ensure that everybody has some type of Wi-Fi. So that's how they're doing that.
1: The Atlantic Broadband does have hotspots. I have seen that, but I did not really make that connection with
2: schools. Right. That's one of the things they're doing. They're also working with the school boards to get people who do not have Wi-Fi. I, now, can this be 100% of everybody? Probably not there's probably always going to be somebody left behind. But that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, and as Uh, far as accessibility, I mean, who knows? The teachers themselves aren't sure how to do it. They don't even know how to do it. How to switch from face-to-face to to an online curriculum. It's it's a struggle. It's a real, real challenge and struggle. And like I said, here they're using Chromebooks, and those are okay, I suppose. But, you know, iPads and, and whatever they're... they're they're trying to use, but hotspots they're using, um, but more importantly they're working with the schools, working with the parents to try to get um, Wi-Fi. Will they be successful? I don't know.
5: Maybe they could use some cell phone hotspots or or cell phone tethering to accomplish some of that.
6: It'd be kind of disappointing to be a senior in high school this year. You probably won't get... My grandson
2: there is in that dilemma right now. Right, and it's probably going to happen. We'll okay, Jeff, well. you're... Oh, go ahead, Tim. I was going to say, I
3: know on Comcast, their hotspots cover the city really well. I mean, I talked to a friend of mine driving in the car using Wi-Fi, and it worked very well.
5: And they even have rules now where they can't disconnect someone right now. Right. It's considered an essential service, so
4: Yeah. Have you also heard the fact that some of these companies like Verizon Wireless is, is, is eliminating some of the data caps and allowing you to use more data before they charge you? Did you see that, Mike, as well?
5: Yeah, all of them
6: are. Right. I know lots of utility companies have made it so they won't disconnect people for the next two or three months or whatever. Won't they just waive the bills? That'd
5: be more helpful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's not gonna happen, Jennifer. And I'm going to
5: look through this and maybe we can talk about it next week. We'll sift through this whole 2 trillion dollars, which if you do the math is about $6,000 per person, and find out there's a lot of stuff put in there, uh, including some things that may help and hurt us. So,
2: all right. Uh Jeff will do these one at a time.
4: Well, okay, I'm going to try seven. to get to the- We have <laughs> or Chris can help you. You want to help me out here, Chris? We have Nolan Parrish. We have uh, a bunch of other... I mean, we got a whole lot of people.
1: Well, Nolan's been waiting the longest. All, All right.
4: right. We'll, we'll... Go ahead, Nolan.
8: Okay. Um, I just wanted to say that Michigan is under a lockdown for three weeks as well. The... Uh, certain people that were not following directions, that was also
4: part of it. Very good, Nolan. Thank you. Let me get to you, Pam. Go ahead, Pam.
2: Now, my
12: question is more uh, tech-oriented. Mike, you might want to chime in on this one. I'm just curious uh, with all the the social distancing stuff. How much of this is going to remain in place? This online stuff and the and the electronic, the e-learning. How much of that do you think will stay in place once this all this whole thing is over with?
5: Well that is its own discussion, Pam, about what will be some of the long term benefits or changes to society as a result of this. One of which is if they're equipping all these entity people who work from home, will eventually companies go, Hey, yeah, we can you know, we need to relocate, and we can get a smaller office space and let people work from home? Uh well they're hiring now, you know, DoorDash, all these uh they're all hiring people to do delivery. So is it going to improve home delivery services overall and improve, uh, you know, online communications? And so that remains to be seen. And they might choose to use
1: it on snow days.
4: That's that, true. Oh, and, that's so fun.
2: Or,
3: you They've know, kind have so, done that already here Yeah, with snow days.
2: That is one of the benefits that is coming out of it and we'll see and maybe we'll all go back to our old ways in a few weeks but pam your question is we don't know how it's going to be or how long this is going to be i think that
5: that probably affects the answer to pam's question is how long is you know if if some have their way and everything's back to normal by april 12th then maybe it'll be business as usual but at, at a great loss of life in the process but you know, so right. Whether it's a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and people get acclimated, they say it takes twenty-three days to form a habit. So, you know, if people are required to do something for a long period of time. Then, some will change their ways. And so,
2: always. we 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 just don't know. Um, and Sharon is next.
1: Okay.
4: I, well, I got it. Go ahead, Sharon. Can you hear me? Yes,
2: we can, Sharon.
15: Um, I was gonna say that um, one thing is, um, I've heard here that they're they they can. People can get an Internet that's like $10 a month if, if they can afford that. I know my sister had that a long time ago, Um and I don't remember the other thing I was going to say. Um, oh,
2: welcome to the club, Sharon.
15: <laughs> <laughs> so I, if i think of it i'll raise my hand again
2: there you, you go about their
5: low-cost options and again this whole two trillion dollars to sift through that their stuff and their provisions for that kind of stuff is right well, making sure that the low-income people have some wi-fi access
2: has some wi-fi because it's it's not it's a right now i mean it's something it's a
4: necessity ellen I got it. The only thing I wonder is how we're all going to pay for this later on down the road, Mike. And I'm that, you can't uh, answer that question either.
5: I don't want to go there right now.
2: Wait, right. Yeah. Oh, we got.
4: I'm trying Helen? to get to Oh, you lowered your hand, Chris.
2: Okay, who's next? Chris? I got her.
4: Oh, there, I,
13: there I am. <laughs> um, my question is kind of a twofold thing. Um, with all of this. What the, with the hotspots, I know there are designated hotspots, but what if a person cannot get to a hotspot? And then on top of that, um, and th- that's also partly due to the social distancing and you know, transportation and whatnot. But what if also, uh, with the learning, what about those with intellectual disabilities? They need instruction. They, you know, how are they going to get the help they need?
2: Well, I think there's probably somebody a whole lot smarter than I am that's probably working on that. Um, hopefully, there's, hopefully, yeah. There's you know, never I mean, going. There's never.
3: I say that, Bill, is there's a bill in Congress or there's a somebody proposing a bill that uh, all the idea rules be waived for a year. You know, and that's that's dangerous.
2: So. Hopefully, you know, Ellen, I I don't know that this is ever going to be perfect. Um, I think they'll do the very, very, very best they can. um, I I can't tell you as far as blindness, the blindness
5: organizations are aware. And uh, we've seen calls come out last Friday to contact members of Congress and make sure that, as Tim just mentioned, that that, uh, the change is ideal. And I don't recall off the top of my head what that acronym is, but basically it ensures... Uh, that those are disabled and have special needs concerning education, that their services are, are met. So we don't want a scenario where, well, it's okay you're disabled. We really can't take care of it right now. You can take a year off of school. That's okay. Well, who knows what kind of bad scenarios could come out of out of uh, these changes? And it was pointed out that sometimes during these catastrophes, it's something that's supposed to just be a, a economic stimulus has a lot of other things packed into there. So definitely. I
3: We have a call. Okay. Um, Debbie again.
16: Hi, this is Debbie in Lafayette again. Um, Some of the schools here, especially with the younger children, like kindergarten, first grade, they, before the school closed, the teachers prepared packets of learning material and gave them to the kids. And I don't know if that's for the rest of the year or whatnot, but... That's what they're planning to do with some of them is deliver packets, I think also um and a lot of the kids, yeah they're they're letting them take iPads or they're giving them iPads some ways they can take them home, so um anyway, that's how they're handling at least the school that I volunteer at, so I guess they're trying to make it work as best they can All right.
2: Thank you, Debbie. I'm sure we got more hands,
4: we do. We have Bill, Marianne McLearly, and Sharon Clug. So um let me get to uh Sharon Clug with because she said she had forgotten what she wanted to say and we'll get to that. Go ahead, Sharon.
10: Um,
15: the thing I wanted to say was I heard on the news yesterday that um Trump said he hopes to have um the um everything open back up on Easter. And I don't see how that's gonna happen. I mean that's just crazy i think but and and the medical field was saying that they thought it was crazy too and that it's you know it's not going to happen and my sister um got uh my great nephew is in first grade and they sent packets home with him and then they have to go up to the school i think and get more packets you know after they get through with this this stuff so I don't know how all that's going to work. But anyway, that's all I had to say. And thank you all. I'm enjoying the program.
2: Thank you, Sharon. And um, I'm glad you remembered what you were going to say because we all have that at least once, twice, three times, four times a day. Okay, Jeff, who we got next?
4: Well, let's get to Marianne and then we'll get to Bill. Go ahead, Marianne.
2: Um, I was
14: going to say... The thing I forgot to say before I even got distracted by the thought of funerals um, is that IRA is offering free service to any student who's having accessibility issues with their homework and so on and so forth right now. And thing is how Abby just brought up the idea. Um, I was doing some research and listening to some other podcast things. And I apologize for all the noise. Apparently there are still people moving around in this city anyway. Um, but most of them seem to be truck, kind of interesting. Um, but even if the president does decide he's going to eliminate social distancing and so on, every state can still leave its own rules enforced. In which case, say New York says, no, 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 we're not over the hump yet. We're still leaving uh, state home measures in place. Every state can govern its own health actions despite what the president does for whatever reason he does it
5: that is correct that, that is, is correct the state so
4: what uh, governor cuomo said yesterday on his talk he said look i can't keep the state closed forever we, we we're going to go broke if i do that i have to gradually open the valve to let some economic conditions go on in new york state but he didn't say when but he did say yes we have to get back to some sort of form of normal economic process for new york state or else the state can't function so that well, he knows that
6: you know something that we haven't touched on that i saw um oh it must have been i don't think it was twitter i think it was some something that i was reading somewhere and they were talking about the you know their. As part of all the restaurant closures and everything, they're closing the truck stops. And the truckers are saying, hey, folks, you know, we need some place to go take a shower and be able to pull over and get something to eat and rest. Because we're driving overtime to make sure you have all these things.
4: That was true, a
2: good point, true. Good, good point with... How many more hands do we have, Jeff?
4: Yes, we have two more. But Let's get to Pierre. I, I believe it's okay, 225. 225, 225 yeah. Hey. Go ahead, Pierre. Hey, I,
17: I just wanted to tell you all about a experience I had uh, Monday night. Uh, I had a little minor problem, and I had to go to the emergency room. Well, I uh, when we got there, we uh, walked in, and you know how they have the two doors. You go in one door and then the other one. Well, in between that was a, was a guard and had a gun, and uh, sitting here with him was a lady, and she took everybody's temperature before you went in. And then uh, when we went in there, I mean, there was nobody there. It was just deathly quiet, I mean. And so we went up to the room, we registered, we went in the room, and the doctor came in, and he said, Sir, he said, you really don't want to be here. I said, what do you mean? I I said, I have a problem. He said, yeah, I realize that. He said, I'm going to take care of that problem. But he said, this hospital is full of coronavirus. And he said, you don't want, he said, you're in the most dangerous place in the entire town right now. And you need to get out of here as fast as you can. So he treated me. (laughs) He treated me and we left running.
2: Oh my, we don't we like don't then. know how fortunate we have it. I mean that
17: was scary. And then my uh daughter drives a truck for Walmart and all she's holding right now is toilet paper and paper towels. And they're telling her for anyone that they are being hijacked. That's all I gotta say, thanks.
2: Thank you and I hope you're better.
17: Yeah, that's wow. Why do people hoard things like toilet paper
6: and things like that? I
4: it's mean, cult. seriously,
6: there's never been any reports that there's a shortage of this stuff. Why are people going so crazy?
4: Because everyone's panicking. Everyone ha- everyone's going through anxiety attacks with this thing, Jennifer. That's why they're doing it.
5: Yeah, there's a. I listened to a really good podcast talking about how people have really the wrong reactions because of fear, and people get crippled by fear, and instead of thinking rationally about things they just think about well I need this or need that and of course there's also going to be scalpers There're going to be people in North Carolina they found a, a whole truck stolen I don't know how many tons of toilet paper you know that so that's just there could be people out there trying to exploit you know people fear that and we'll pay five dollars a roll for toilet paper I'll, I'll stock up on this it's a commodity
2: yeah. it's, a, it's amazing um, we've got a couple more calls okay. all right
3: Here's Donna in Arkansas.
18: Hi, this is Donna in Arkansas. I just had a couple of quick comments. We have grandchildren in school, and where we live in the town we live in, there is cable internet and DSL and all that. When you get outside, though, in a lot of rural areas here, there's limited coverage. Um, some people are having to use, a lot of them have to use satellite internet, which is often so slow that they have trouble Downloading books from BARD and they can't really stream content. The problem is in some of those areas their um, Connection to cell phone is also limited Um, At our son-in-law's home you have to text him often to get him to call you because he'll get a text but often a call doesn't go through unless he stands out on the porch so What they're doing here with a lot of the kids so far is they're doing more online for the high school kids, but the younger kids, they're having them pick up what they call snow packets every week or two. They're out of school until at least the middle of April, and they're saying maybe won't go back at all. But the parents are having to pick up these snow packets and things, which are work the teachers are having to make up with all of their stuff, and then they have times when the parents can call the teachers or whatever to get help trying to do the work. So I'm not sure how well that may work in some households, but they're definitely trying to be creative. The kids do not have tablets in most of the school districts, probably for that reason, because a lot of the kids wouldn't be able to use them much anyway. Most of the free Wi-Fi in town is in the restaurants like McDonald's, and the dining rooms are closed. So they're going to have some interesting challenges. Also, there's almost nothing delivered here except pizza. Um, a couple of restaurants I've noticed have posted on Facebook where they're now offering delivery if it's like a $25 order. We have no Instacart. We have Walmart pickups, and I usually go to a local store that will help me get groceries, but it's been kind of a challenge. We've been having to get people either to pick up groceries or a few people I've gone twice I guess in the last three weeks to pick up a few items but you know you have to find someone who doesn't think they've maybe been exposed or whatever it's definitely delivery is not a very good option yet so we're definitely getting creative like we used to have to do years ago except like I think Jeff said if you go in the store they aren't real excited about helping you get your stuff because it's hard to do from Away. Yep. away. Anyway, that's
4: all. There you go. Did you have one yeah. more, Tim? Yeah, it, it'll be a minute or two.
2: So. Okay, well, do we have any more callers over there, Jeff?
4: Yeah, we have. A, a, let me get to Julie McCullough, because she hasn't been on all today. Julie, go ahead, please.
19: Yes, I have heard that one of the reasons people are hoarding toilet paper is because is that they think that severe diarrhea got
4: with it? That's first I've ever heard that.
2: I don't know.
5: They have been saying that, but it's not real common. Well, again, that could go back all the, all the false information online. That, right.
2: Uh, I social
5: media. There's one going around saying that you can just put lemons in hot water, and that will. Help reduce
4: the I got a oh. spam call from uh well I but it was definitely from a call center from India or someplace like that and so he wanted to talk to me about the coronavirus and I just hung up because it's I know it's a scam.
2: Oh yeah, the noise dude, in the background. Right. No, no. The call center. No, no, no. Don't fall for those, please, please, please. Do we have any more calls?
4: We have one more hand. For I, I keep telling him he's he's gonna owe me money here. Is Bill out in Chicago? One it's more the only
2: time. way you can get money, Jeff.
4: I know. That's the only way we're
7: going to get money. Go ahead, Bill. <laughs> okay. This refers back a little bit to the educational part. Here in the city of Chicago, they may go online, but they're trying to, the, the school board here is trying to get permission to commandeer it maybe an FM frequency or an AM frequency, and for cable TV and antenna TV to get at least one channel that they can put the classrooms on those channels for the school day. In other way you'd be able to go to your cable channel, certain channel, or on your FM dial and listen to it all be simicast at one time. That's one thing they're working on or trying to get that here. And also on the trucking thing, yes, the truckers are having trouble because they're closing all the rest areas and they have nowhere to rest or nowhere to get anything to eat and even go to the bathroom. And this morning I heard in Michigan. I think it was called the Iceberg Water Company or something like. It. It's one of those wa- places where they bottle the water. That a guy was saying this morning that he went by there yesterday. There was eighty-five semi trucks in line to load up with water to take it to be delivered. Oh my! 80, 85 semi trucks sitting there to be be loaded Wow. To that stuff to you New know New York. After I mean, you, this, this is no. This is you know, this is no thing to take lightly. I mean, we're. We're in we're in trouble because I don't want to get any, I don't know if you can cut me off, Bill, but I said this back in the early, two, about 2000 when I was working. A lot of the big shots where I worked, I told them then, I said, you think we've got it rough now? You wait till 2020. And I said 2020 to them that there's going to be something hit this country that's going to just buckle us under. And she
2: well, it's kind of like Jeff's dream. Unfortunately, yours has a lot more serious <laughs> I mean, it was a little more
3: pleasant than that one. <laughs> yeah, we got a call from in—is it Knoxville? <sighs> yeah, I think so.
16: Hi, this is Betty from Knoxville in the state of Georgia, and in other places also. is we have access to the internet. They can go to the school and pick up hard
6: copies of lessons and things like that. And uh, also, Comcast, in our area, in North
16: and I think year is giving
13: free internet
6: Services
16: for the short amount of time
2: that we're all on lockdown. Thank you very much. Thank you for the comments. You got another one, Tim?
3: No. That, oh, okay. Well, I think that's it. I'll check here.
2: No raised hands. Okay. Uh, you know, one thing that's important, I think, before we all leave and go out of here, and and we'll start with the panel members, and and maybe it's it's hard to do this but can we find one good positive thing that you've seen happen or come out of this or the way people are treating people or something that that you've watched on the news happen i think it's important that that maybe we share a positive story or two
1: yeah doctors and nurses are voluntarily coming out of retirement to help out
5: That's a that's a good one. Um, I'd say the one that I saw that really moved me was a was a podcast. I think uh, Wall Street Journal or something, and they showed how people were coming together as families and having like online family reunions since they couldn't be together. And showed doing things and talking with the kids, and you know, a lot of people that were maybe afraid or just never explored it were, were using online, you know, technology, Skype, FaceTime, everything else, and having these family reunions. So people are getting together and at least communicating and and there for each other. So hopefully I would hope out of all of this we have closer
2: family ties. That's very very good and and I think so. Jenny have you got any positive things?
6: Well, I know that in Indiana the the little community that's not too far from us Southport their police department is going out and making grocery deliveries and taking to senior citizens and taking them to doctor's appointments and things like that if
2: they need to go because i'm a part of that i'm in the lions club and well we'll be talking about that much more later but we work with them so i'm very proud of that one of the things that i've seen here is the school districts are passing out lunches and breakfast for the children who who do not have access to good meals at home. Maybe the parents are working. Maybe they don't have the income. They're providing food for these children. I mean, the food banks are just working overtime, especially here in Naples, and making sure that nobody is going hungry. Um, I just heard of one other thing. Um Jenny told me this morning I didn't even know my daughter even th- you know we've seen her that one she was requesting on Facebook that somebody check on Jennifer and I um you know just to see that we were all right if if anybody would now I know we're running really short on food or the kind of stuff And I had a blood sugar problem. It went down to 43 last night. And we were struggling to find something I could get or eat to get it back up because I had to get it stay up a little later just to get it up to 70 so we could go to bed. So you just got to be so careful. And believe me, in the future, we will in good times, maybe stockpile a few things or find a way to do better. Jeff, have you got a positive story?
4: There is a positive thing. A, there are nursing homes, and uh, there was a story about a nursing home in Saratoga, and family members aren't allowed to see their relatives in nursing homes, and a daughter wanted to see her mom in a nursing home, or mom's 92 years old, or a grandmother's 92 years old, and the nursing home has established a Skype connection, and if you have Skype, uh, the nursing home will, will let you speak to your, your visitors uh, on Skype, having a video chat. And the person they talked about was loving the idea that she could talk to her daughter using Skype. And her daughter would have to give her a virtual hug and a virtual kiss. But it it was working.
2: Oh, if we missed you, 501, you come right back in and we'll. They lowered their hand
1: yeah. and left.
2: Oh, but we would have been glad for them to talk. <clears throat> But uh, let me get Tim. Do you have a positive story?
3: Oh, I I would say um, we had kind of a a general meeting of the NFB of Minnesota on Zoom on Sunday. And it was really kind of fun. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a real meeting of the, the organization. It was just to visit and chat with all of our members and things like that we had uh, I'm not sure how many people we had in there in the 30s or 40s I know for our chapter meeting we had in the 50s so that's working zoom is working really well for that kind of thing
2: well that that is a very positive thing and one other positive thing I'm going to say is I'm really proud of the people that are working on the legend Maybe we've had people come in work an extra shift or two or just keep people entertained and play music for them and take their request and talk to them and know that there are people there for them. So I I think that's a good thing too. Not because we're doing it or I'm doing it, but I like to see people to come together and maybe it's a few hours they can hear some music or or something that just make their life just a little bit better. Um, let me see here. We
4: we do have that 501 call back.
2: Good, good. Let's make sure 501 gets priority here.
4: Good morning. Go. Good
20: morning. This good. is Sharon from Little Rock, Arkansas.
2: Go ahead, Sharon.
20: Okay, good morning. I wanted to say hello to all of you and let you know I do enjoy coffee club i look forward to it every wednesday and i even listen to all the podcasts that i can and may god continue to bless you to keep all this going and i pray that i'll be able to know when you're having a a fellowship or something uh on zoom and what have you
13: thank you
2: well and we will do that one of the things we do for fellowship it's not because i do it but it's because the listeners do it every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock. We have a country gospel show. We'll play any kind of gospel you want, though. But we, we do do that on um, Sunday morning, and and we take prayer requests. And, and, and it's very informal, but hopefully uplifting. Okay, Jeff, we got any more here?
4: Yes, we do. Okay. We got uh, Jerry in Indiana, Pennsylvania.
2: Go ahead, Jerry. Go
4: ahead, Jerry.
8: Okay, well, I have a positive on Saturday. Well, we didn't need anything, but a person from church called us up and said, uh, is there anything you need? I'm going to Walmart and be glad to get it for you. And uh, they reached out to us, and that's good. And, uh, you know, that's what's uh, the positive in our lives. And I want to say also, Judy and I want to wish a happy birthday to Awesome Abbey. Uh, You're doing a great job there, Abby, on the shows. And the Legend is really, yeah, it's just one big happy family here on the Legend. And uh, you guys have really brightened our days.
2: Well, thank you, Jerry. We appreciate that. And we appreciate hearing all your Johnny Dollar in the background. I have to tease you a little bit Jerry.
3: (laughs) We got a call from... Lafayette, Indiana. Guess who? Anyway, oh,
2: my friend Debbie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here you go.
16: Hi Bill. This is Debbie again. If you don't have time to get me on, I don't usually call in this much. But something positive, my church, Arise Christian Fellowship here in Lafayette, we're a small church, but every evening we are having a prayer time through Zoom at 2020, which is 8:20 in the evening. And uh, also, of course, our church is, is online on Sunday. But uh, that prayer time in the evening is really beneficial and really helpful. So um, that's something positive. So that I hope everybody can find something. And I believe in prayers, so uh, my prayers are with everybody out there. Bye bye.
3: There
2: you go. Thank you. The. Here's another good thing, Jeff. Um, more people are coming into our conferences now because they're learning to use the Zoom. They're getting used to that.
4: Uh, it's fairly easy to learn. However, people on the BITS list have been very concerned about, well, now we're having to learn Zoom, and we've never done it before. But, uh, so well, I think there's a lot of traffic on that.
2: Tell them so, to get on it, Jeff, like you can.
4: I, I
3: hear ya. <laughs> okay. Well, you. Okay. You, oh. I was going to say real quick, you could tell them that it's no different than using a telephone conference call if you're using
4: the phone.
2: That's exactly right. Uh, we have any more? I guess we do. Uh, we
4: do have some hands raised. Okay. Uh, let me get to Marianne McLeary. We have a few hands raised. Let me get to okay. you, Marianne. Go ahead, Marianne.
14: I'm in the grocery store. And, yes, even though we have to do six feet social distance. Oh, there we go. I'm unmuted. Um I am in the grocery store. Positive story. I scored toilet paper after the fifth attempt. There is some. I got some. And even though we have to be six feet apart, I'm getting some small last minute shopping done and things are still really, really good. There's still a lot of people around here. And uh, fortunately, there are a few things on the store shelves to be had. So positive things, positive days. And uh, if folks would like it, Um, And you can let me know. I can forward it on to Bill Sparks. Our Colorado um, National Federation of the Blind group is doing some Zoom meetings every night at 5 o'clock on weekdays. And each day is a different topic, a different seminar kind of a thing. Tonight's is a workout. Friday is a philosophy discussion. Thursday is, I I guess, a thing on essential oils. And every day we're picking a different topic, but just bringing people together for another social way to connect and learn together. Um, if you guys would like that, I can send Bill the uh, the latest uh, links to the Zoom and such. And it's the same Zoom every day, just the way the Coffee Club is. And I am happy to share that people from everywhere are calling in and being part of the social learning that we are doing. And everything is being taught by blind people.
2: Wonderful. Be sure to share that.
5: I certainly will.
2: Alrighty. Thank you. Thank you.
4: Thank you, Mary.
5: A couple of really, I have... think, also ACB Nationals doing something like that, having daily events. And I understand NFB You're is giving each state free Zoom access so that each state can start doing things and training oh. them how to use it too, which is important. Well, very, very, very,
4: true. Mike, did you also hear that Zoom is doing something for students that they're giving them they're giving them free access to Pro accounts or something? I I, I saw that go through a list, and I don't want to say it because I don't know if it's true or not, but it was on an email list. Have you seen that, too?
5: I've heard it, but obviously I haven't checked that. that they were making their services more available.
2: Zoom and Skype have really, really risen uh, to the next that's, level.
5: That's probably the best thing to say out of this. is just the goodwill of people in companies, right. and companies, organizations, and giving away things that they normally charge for and just really stepping up. I, I think that's the humanity of it. I think it's it's the good outcome.
3: Uh, I had I had something positive in that um, WCCO is rerunning old Twins broadcasts, <laughs> and, and it's kind of neat because the one they ran last Saturday was the first game of the 1965 Los Angeles Dodgers Minnesota Twins World Series, and the two announcers that did the broadcast were Ray Scott and Vin Scully. And that was really neat to hear. I thought.
5: Yeah, I tuned to radio the other day, and all of a sudden I heard a game, and that's got my attention. I'm like, there's games on, and it was like Georgia Tech, and I was like, okay, this is, I guess, Westwood One, or something right? Like Westwood that. One
2: was running
4: those yeah, all
3: through the weekend.
2: Basketball games.
4: <laughs> I hope Ben Scully is still alive. Is Ray Scott still alive? But Tim, no, you know, no, no
2: he, he is not. He is not. He is not.
4: I would like to know, and I, because we do all things radio, and I'd like to know come not not because we're doing the february personal people media ratings but when the march comes out and that'll come out sometime in april what the difference is and how many more people are listening to radio that is going to be definitely interesting to figure that one out see if we we can determine that well maybe Um,
5: less because they're going to work but the interesting thing is a lot of stations i think tonight in indy tonight maybe tonight tomorrow in indianapolis and st louis beginning friday another a lot of people are i guess as a coping strategy or try to do something positive, they're putting up Christmas lights and decorations, so now right. radio stations have
4: decided...
5: Doing Christmas oh, okay, music, yeah. Play Christmas music.
4: I've and got it. that scheduled for next week, Mike, for KEZK. Right. So- Is it KEZK in St. Louis? I right, recorded...
5: Bernie Station and Indies. Bernie Station and Indies. I think some stations are just testing it on a shorter scale, but... Interesting the, concept. They're calling it Christmas in March.
2: Well, they're they're just trying to to, to do something different. It's It's the way... And we've talked about it on All Things Radio, and we will again tomorrow, how these stations are remaking themselves. They're doing what they have to, kind of like the restaurants. All right, we better get to some of these we
4: hands. we got a ton of hands still, and I'm, 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 I've been trying to get people who haven't talked before, but we've got everyone else who has. So we've got Bill uh, here. Yeah, Let's get uh, Sharon one more time. Cause I, Sharon, I think you're out in Little Rock, Arkansas. Go ahead, Sharon. Okay.
1: She's unmuted.
4: And Yeah, uh, she might have, to have left to put her phone down. So let's get uh, let's get Julie McCullough. Go ahead, well, I'm
19: Julie. Too,
21: mister.
4: Yes,
19: um, our church has used Zoom for one of their Sunday school classes and for Bible study, not apparently altogether successfully, but we only had three of us in Bible study, so we decided— to reach out to the other people and our teacher said that he would do one-on-one meetings with people to get them kind of used to zoom so they would know kind of what to expect when they got in there and that it's not difficult so um that's one thing some people just kind of need a little help to to know what it's going to be like before they actually get in a real meeting so um that's what we're doing
2: good julie did i hear sharon come back on
4: I'm going to try to get her again. Sharon, are you there with us again? Nope. She
1: is unmuted. So I right,
4: don't, I see I'm that unmuted. Chris. All right. We have uh, Jerry in uh, Indiana PA.
2: Mr. Johnny Dollar. Go
4: ahead. Jerry. Go ahead. Johnny. Okay, Dollar. No, we don't have Johnny. Do-
8: well, uh, if you want to hear Johnny Dollar on Sirius XM, their thing is the Henderson matter this week. But anyway, that's not important. Um, yeah, our sports director was saying on our local station, now it doesn't stream. I don't know if the uh, whole Pirate Network's doing this tomorrow on radio, but at 1 p.m. Eastern, we're going to turn back the clock to October 13th of 1960 when the Pirates won the World Series and Mazeroski hit that home run and actually going to hear Bob Prince again.
2: Oh, my. Well, that's a good thing.
8: Well, I don't know if the fan 93.7. Now, they do stream, but I don't know if they'll they'll allow that to be broadcast or not. That's
4: the flagship of the Pirates, but you'd have to check it out.
2: Surely they're not going to black that out.
4: Well, I'd like to know, Mike, and I'm going to ask your opinion. Even though baseball is not being run or won't be run, at least for now, do you you think that the streaming, uh, that the radio ratings will be as good as it was uh, had they been running the live games? No.
5: Well, I I have no idea what's going to happen with radio, but
4: <laughs> I heard you, Bill. <laughs>
5: yeah, I mean, to me, I would. In one sense, I wouldn't think that's something that people would want to listen to. But right, if they go back and really pull up the right, the right events from the past, they remember the memorial. You know, I, you know, I remember like, you know, the Chicago Cubs winning the World Series. That was a right.
2: special game. You know, and,
5: well, so, it's a whole lot better than nothing, Mike. You well, know exactly, and, and it does, it does. Get people, right? You you listen to it and you get that feel and.
6: You are correct. Well, in some sporting events, if you wait enough years, it's like you don't remember exactly who won or how they won, and it's kind of fun. Like I know some of the early, some of the older 500 races, like from the 70s and early 80s, they're kind well, of fun to listen to over again because you don't remember who won or how they did it.
2: That's true, and yeah, you'll probably see a been lot canceled of that as
4: well, Bill. I haven't heard anything about the 500. Not yet. Not yet.
2: Not yet. But maybe this
5: will open up a whole new world. People will find new things that they never noticed before, you know. True. Whether it be old-time radio or classic sports or just, you know, old radio station air checks, whatever you're in. Maybe people find new things through YouTube and other portals. That...
2: Well, I see, Jeff, we got a few more hands.
4: Well, we have two phone numbers in 501, so I'm... <laughs> let well, me go to the bottom one here. I don't know which one. Go ahead, the 501.
21: Me.
6: I'm Hello. Back. Can you – oh, whoops. Are There's you,
4: two of you, us. Okay. Uh, which first? one of us? Well, I uh, muted okay. the one that has the uh, has The I 86 area code. 86 is the last uh, digits of the phone number.
20: All right. It's It's me. All right, go ahead. Am I on? You're on. Okay. I just want to ask a question for all of you. I've got to look for me another uh, – computer and uh i haven't been able to get one yet do you know of the best kind to get and where i can go um my best buy sometimes uh where i usually go they're not very friendly so i'm um i don't know if i should go back to office go to office depot or what to get me a computer
2: well i'll just say this in just a few quick words when you go to get a computer have an idea in mind of how much you want to spend or can spend and then go from there let the people know what you can spend and then and then kind of go from there i don't know if there's a best place if you're on a limited budget there's a place out of texas yes. what free computers for the blind that can get you a computer at a, a very good discount Um, it just depends upon really, you know, what, what you can spend and we'd want to get you the best value of a computer for your money. Well, also what you want to do with it, but also
5: with the people working from home, laptops are in short supply. They used to be able to get really good deals, but right now I don't think you could get a laptop at the great prices that was just a month ago at the beginning of March. Right. Been what,
4: what about desktops? Are they are they as in demand, Mike? At all? Do you know? That yeah, people-
5: I don't know the, the current prices, but yeah, I guess trying to figure out what you want to do
2: with your computer would help you. But right, the computers for the blind could be an option. But Sharon, you can also send us, if you can, an email or some kind of call the request line, leave your information, and we can talk about that off air.
20: Okay, I the, will do
2: that. Thank okay. you so much. All right, and hi Jeff. Thank you. Oh, my See God, Jeff, I remember
4: uh, you so well, Sharon. Thank you.
2: Oh, no, Jeff. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, we've got another little rock.
4: Five yeah, we have month. another 5 up uh, with a 4-8 area. Go ahead, please.
21: Yeah, um, y'all were talking about people that didn't have iPhones or didn't know how to use them or whatever for these food deliveries. And I think that's very wrong for them not to have a phone number. That's just me. But there is a service It's called Go-Go Gourmet. It's run by the same people that do Go-Go Grandparent, and they use the, you know, DoorDash and Uber Eats and whatever you have available in your area. And I can give you their phone number. It's 855-754-2853.
2: And can you do that one more time? Beg your pardon? Can you give that phone number one more time, please?
21: It's one eight five five. Wait a minute, in the brain. Okay, eight five five seven five four two eight five three.
2: Got it. Thank you. Now, what else were you going to say?
21: Um. Well, well, our schools are out until April the twentieth here in Arkansas, and you know they are giving you know free meals to the the kids it, it's a drive-through situation in the several of the schools and some of the libraries and things so you know that, that's a positive and i don't know how the blind kids are are getting their work done we have a school for the blind here in little rock and we have some kids that are going to you know the public schools and so i hope something's that something's being done <laughs>
5: That's well, a good question. Are blind schools in many states shut down? I would just learn that
2: Maryland has been shut down. For ours long. is. I know yeah. in Indiana it is.
4: And hey, man, what is your name? Because we'd like to get to know who you are, ma'am. Sandy. Sandy. Oh, you're Sandy. Okay, okay.
2: Sandy Where's from it? Little Rock. Good. Well, we' we'll, we'll, and we really want to. Have you tried this gorgor What well, I'm screwing it up?
21: Yeah, I have. Um, and you know they they place you place the order with them and tell them what restaurant you want to order from. And they look at the menus and just, you know, mark what you want and they do it for you. You know, they, they place the order and contact the delivery service.
1: Hi, Sandy Edwards. This is Chris. Hi, Chris. You Um, would have known me as Chris McKenzie.
21: Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember you. (laughs) Yeah, I sure do. Um, yeah, but but if there's a problem, they will, you know, like one time I ordered a piece of cake from this restaurant on my birthday, and it, they, they didn't have it, and I got my money back. So they are very good, at, you know, to work with you. And
2: well, and, uh, you it's know, an other- alternative service. It's something that's out there for people and. You know, like I said, some people will just not be able to use an iPhone. A maybe they can't That's afford it. That's right. Maybe they can't afford it. Um there's a lot of reasons as to why. So
5: maybe maybe this will spark the ability to do things through your voice assistant.
2: True. And it could it's it, it's great, Sharon and I mean Sandy, and thank you so so much for giving us that tip.
4: Tip, do we have any more
3: calls? Um well, sort of. I, this might have been more for me, but but it'll it sort of applies anyway here.
17: Hi, Tim. From Cleveland here. Uh, I have a question about the Twins broadcast. You know what time they air? And I was wondering, are all the t- uh, teams doing it? Because I was go to Tune In Live and listen to those uh, games. I was wondering, did Tune In Live have any uh, games going? know? Thank you.
3: Okay, I don't know about Tune In Live, but uh, the Twins games. I think, are usually going to be Saturday afternoons at 12.05 Central Time on WCCO. And they, at least they streamed the last one, I imagine they will. The next one I know this Saturday is going to be the 1965 All-Star Game, which, uh, well, sorry, but that kind of bores me, but,
4: <laughs> but it's all right.
8: But... Hey.
4: They it have a, far, a good library of games. I've heard games that that were aired in the 1930s and or 1940s, at least, with Lou Gehrig or uh, Babe Ruth, and they have those games they are all their they're complete games. So there's a lot of material out there. Yeah.
5: Call me crazy, but I want to hear one with Harry Carey. That's one of the old Cardinals with Harry Carey and Jack Buck.
2: Oh my! I bet one of those will be on, Mike. I think I, I think I, you can. Are,
5: are they going to do that? Like, actually, yes for the games so, okay we can't Cardinals can't play so we'll play some old games
2: yes
4: and hey, Bill did, in your old-time radio library I, I, I don't know when you had the store up and running and everything else did you have some of those games or
2: oh we the, have years and years we have a, a four disc set um well at that time it was on cd we've since moved it over to mp3 but we've we've done that we're going to make available now that we've got a little bit of time we're going to put some free shows up i think i can put at least 10 or more free shows if you just go to 773 what is it five seven two three zero zero six, and press option number three and you will be able to listen to some free old-time radio we might as well make all that available that we can so we can do that, but yes, Jeff, we have all kinds of baseball.
4: And Tip, um, we have one. We have some hand raised again, but can I make you one request? And it's I, I'm not religious, but maybe during this time of the year, with everything that's going on, maybe we can play "Oh Happy Day" by the Haw- Edwin Hawkins Singers.
2: There you go.
3: Ooh, and I, I want to correct a mistake I made. That was Betty in Knoxville, not Debbie.
2: <laughs> oh, that's Betty. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And actually, I think she goes by Beetle Betty when she calls
4: my show quite often. (laughs) There you go. And, Bill, we have, I believe it's Dick in Milwaukee or Dick in Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get to Oak
2: Creek or someplace like that.
4: Go ahead, Dick. Oak Creek, gentlemen. Hello, everybody. I hope everyone's doing well.
17: And remember, we will get through this. uh, I'm going to just be calm and stop Uh, pouring all the toilet paper. (laughs) That's incredible. I cannot believe that.
2: He's the biggest Cub fan going.
17: No, I'm not a Cub fan. Hey, listen. No,
2: you're
17: uh, a, don't a Cyber 49ers still around or is that gone?
2: I don't know. You know, I don't know. I know there's one that sent out an email the other week, it's called Rusk R U S C Old Time Radio. And they've got a humongous library. Or I know you can listen to old time radio on your devices. Um there's a lot of
17: old football games like I, and I mean real, real, uh, like in the 50s, maybe in the 60s, that'd be kind of interesting. Or even baseball, two World Series from the uh, from that era.
2: You know, I think if we could figure out the if I could figure out the automation, I could probably put some of that on late nights and maybe when we're not doing shows or whatever, some old time radio. But
4: can have them up staying up all night, Bill. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there Dick, you I go. Wanted to, I wanted to say to you, I did get your email, and I am going to feature that radio station for Martha's Vineyard uh, next week, I promise. Oh,
2: cool. That is yeah. a very interesting station. Yeah. Okay, everyone, take care. Thank you. Okay, do we have any more calls in? Unless... We
4: do. Bill's in Chicago.
2: Oh, he's the one that you've got on retainer,
4: right? Jeff? I know. I got to pay him. He's got to pay me money or something. We go. Now, go ahead, Bill.
7: <laughs> yeah, a couple positive things. There was a ten-year-old kid here in Chicago the other day at a birthday party planned, and they had to cancel it. Well, he stood on his front porch, and they played "Happy Birthday" for him on a, I guess, well, some kind of music, you know, CD or something. And cars drove by that his friends were going to attend it. Their parents drove them by. They wished him happy birthday, and they threw gifts out to him. And then Saturday was a wedding. It was planned with a big band and a whole, about 300 people. So that got canceled. So the couple got married on their her parents' front step, and all the neighbors stood out in front of their houses and congratulated, and people drove by to do that. And also, um, I know I've run across it here on my cable. They are running old Cubs games because they had one the other day with Harry Carey. And the other day, my friend lives in Naperville, Gene, Bill who I mean, or lives in uh, Zephyr Hill. Uh, he listened to the Cubs win the World Series again, this last one they won. They replayed that. And that Dick, Dick mentioned one I would like to see again, That they ever ran and they probably never will, was the 1956 World Series with the Yankees when Don Drysdale, or yeah, I don't think of his name, um, Pits the no hitter on that game, Amazing. Don Larson. Not, it, right. Don Larson when he pitched the no hitter in the fifty six World Series. Amazing. That was an interesting game. You pay. You only. He, I think you only faced twenty, either twenty eight or twenty nine men or twenty seven men. I think he did twenty seven of them. Twenty seven down. Right.
2: Sometime we'll tell the story about Don Larson in that game and how he came into that game. He didn't even know he was going to start. He was kind of yeah, hungover right, right. from the night did, before.
7: Right. And then, the, and the next year. He didn't. He couldn't he hit the side of a barn door with a yeah. ball.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that day was his day. That was his right. day. Thank you, Bells. Was,
4: okay. Do we have anybody? Did he play with the Yankees at one point? Yes. Okay. I met. I met him because there was a barbershop, a barber in my building, my apartment building. I lived two blocks from Yankee Stadium years ago, and I got to meet him. And there was another guy I met who was a player who's no one ever heard of, but I believe he was also. I don't know what field he pitched. He played or what. What, he, what position he played. His name was Eli Gerber. I have no idea. Maybe someone who knows baseball can tell me what he played. But I met him at Don Larson back in 1960.
2: You know what? We'll Google it, Jeff. It's got to be on Wikipedia. I'm sure. First of all, I do need to send an apology to Chris and Dave. We weren't trying to mess up your demo unless you want me to either, A, run it next week um, but I felt it was more important because we were really taking a lot of high volume calls. I want to apologize that we didn't stop for the demo.
1: Um, you can just run it
2: next week. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not going. It's not going to go away. Um, and it's it's. Uh, it's going to be an interesting topic. Um, watch battery replacing a battery in a watch. I would never attempt it in a million years, but you know, if you want to get it done right and you're and you're capable of doing it, I think that's a great thing um, to be to be able to do that. So <laughs> I wouldn't attempt it. Would you, Michael Luff? Uh I.
5: I don't think I'd have this screwdriver set. I assume you need for that. I don't know. My son's taking iPhones apart. I don't know that I would, though. Uh, but I think I want to say in closing that there's, you know, one, I think, excellent podcast by one of the, I call him one of the top journalists in the country, especially as far as podcasts. And it's the uh, coronavirus daily briefing. I believe someone mentioned that last week. And there's a lot of them. N- NPR has them. ABC has them. But this one is is top notch. It's just a facts. It's not. 20 minutes of people's opinions it's just a fact so here's what's going on and it's just a great one to really know what's going on without like jenny said spending all day worrying about it but just so you know you're in the loop you're getting accurate correct information also clearing up all that misinformation going on out there just a lot of good stuff Very
4: quick.
2: i just downloaded that last night you mentioned that Um, yeah that's a good one
4: so. So, can you name some of the apps that you guys use for for the, for those who have iPhones who may not know about what they can use to get the podcasts?
5: Well, uh some folks use downcast. There's one called Overcast, just like it's on O V E R. So those it's are the top two that people yeah. are using. Or the There's one
6: called Castro, that's really good too. If you want if you just want to have an inbox for all of your podcasts that you subscribe to, all of the ones that have a current Show to listen to come in and you play it and it,
5: they're gone. Yeah, I use Castro. I just, I didn't mention that first only because it's got about $18 a year or something like that. But to me, it's every, every, worth every penny because it just, you have to, you can go in and set up each one and say, play these as soon as they come in. So if you're listening to one and then all of a sudden when it's over, it just plays the next one, you know, that just came in and it's, it's awesome. If you're, if you're a hardcore podcast enthusiast as I am, Castro and know Bill and Jenny use it is awesome. Well,
2: we use it. The only thing that I don't like about it, and it's good, and maybe it's my phone, but it seems to be a little harder on the battery. I don't know. And maybe that's a misconception on my part.
3: I love Overcast.
5: Yeah, Overcast. And Castro's forced Overcast. I guess the developers added a lot of features based on Castro, so they're probably pretty good. Maybe
3: it's
6: because you're using the cloud, Bill. Maybe if you downloaded them on your phone, it wouldn't be.
2: How do you use yours Jen for cloud or phone? Cloud. Did you but it kn-
6: does rack your battery?
2: Do you notice that m-
6: my
5: phone cuz have an older iPhone 8 and it seems to do great.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't with I use overcast and I don't have any Yeah.
5: With I think it's about 10% an hour or something like that. It's, yeah.
6: Sometimes I think it slows it down some if you lock the phone. I started doing that and that helps them. Like while
2: it's playing, if you lock it, yeah, that that's a big. And one other tip, I like to keep my phone open, but you know, unlocked all the time. But I found that that drains the battery more. That it worked much better when I set it at like five minutes or whatever. Oh, what I
5: do. Five minutes, yeah. That.
6: I just I just don't like for my phone to arbitrarily lock, so I just remember to lock it when I'm not using it. I know a lot of people really get into doing that, having it automatically do it after so
5: long. Well, it just I adds can... so much battery life. I mean, it adds a couple hours to between charges.
2: Yeah, it makes 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 a big difference. Um, Chris, I know we didn't have time to do a, a recipe today, but what are you cooking good today? We
1: had grilled some pork chops last Sunday, and that's what we're having.
2: Um. And I will also tell you, Chris, in a week or two, because of some great work that you and Dave did, we are able to get this. We're going to be doing a demo on the um, new Amazon oven, and I think you guys are going to be surprised. Um, people who maybe are not strong iPhone users, this, this might be your ticket. Um, it really shines with... The Lady A. So I think it's something that some people are going to have to rethink because it really does well um, with, with some things, with some caveats. But I think you're going to enjoy that, too. Well, let me it,
6: ask you this, then, Bill. In hindsight, would you have gotten that oven or the June oven?
2: I will answer the question this way, and I know we're running over Tim's time. But, I will answer the question this way for the things that we use the June for I probably probably might have gotten the Amazon, however, the June does do one thing: it allows you to do the recipes and you know where where you can make your own programs um I'm disappointed with the the camera thing that that decided people go nuts over, but overall, though, I've, I mean the the June Oven is is great, but a lot of people, you know, at a two hundred and fifty dollar price difference, that that might make a whole lot of difference. Were you going to say something, Tim? I was.
3: I was just going to ask: Is the Amazon Oven as big as? I think it is from front to back.
2: Yeah, it's, it because almost I don't is. I think it
3: would fit in my cart, my microwave stand
2: here. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't know. We'd have to ask Randy that question.
5: It's 1.5 cubic feet. But I don't know. Yeah,
2: it's 1.5. Yeah. Height, depth. And that, I think it's it really
4: might. Tall, isn't it? It's... Yeah. Yeah. I, I know one of the options that you could buy for it as an accessory. It doesn't come with the oven, it's a trim kit. And I'm assuming. I'm going to ask this to you, Dave, quickly. That trim kit is that—that that would would, be, would would be used if I wanted to put it above my stove. Is that correct?
0: No, I don't think that's. It, it's not an It's not an over the range oven.
2: Right, and it okay. tells you that right up front. It is not. Yeah.
0: Now, if you wanted to put it on, like uh, under the counter or something like that, you know, you might want to use it
4: for that. But, but you can't use it over the range, so. Okay, because I didn't understand what, what what why you would need a trim kit. I don't quite understand what that's for then.
2: To make it look built in. Oh, okay. Yeah,
4: I got you.
2: I don't know. I mean, I don't know that fact. It wouldn't. It wouldn't do that for me. But it um, is getting some pretty good remarks. It works quite well Mm -hmm. with. It also has a probe on it too, Chris. And I didn't know that. You know where you can set the your, you know, do that with your meat. And I like the ability of the braille, but. No, I, I still like the June, but I might have given it a second thought if, you know. But if I was as good as cook as Chris, no, I might change my mind again. Because she takes cooking to the next level. So.
0: Well, I know I like the idea of being able to create your own programs. Because when they put these presets in there, everybody likes things that uh, cook different. And, of course, if you're using a preset that kind of changes that a little bit
2: well fortunately i think you can do presets with this one but you can also you know make your own presets as far as that goes but i don't know i i think it's interesting and i think that's why they have both both kinds of 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 options i wish the june had a built-in braille kit you know where you could 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 read that screen
6: but it would change it wouldn't work
2: right oh now I knew who that 317 is but anyway I think we're running way over Chris's I mean uh, Tim's time here so we better wrap it up